Aloha and welcome. You're listening to Soul. I'm your host and the author of Pay Me What I'm Worth. Get ready for part two of a three-part audio series where we're featuring the best content from our Monday, August 28th, 2017, Pay Me What I'm Worth, Blow Your Mind Monday Call. (laughs) We record our classes and calls for a couple of reasons. First, we've learned that you will learn more by listening to a class after you attend a class. And second, when you start growing more healthy, wealthy, and wise, and you will... People take notice. When they ask you, what are you doing? Simply tell them, I'm taking a class. Send those inquiring minds to pay radio. Talk radio worth listening to right where you're at right now. In part two of our three-part audio series, we're going to hear some stories of how classmates first struggle to then find a sense of balance between giving and receiving. So it's time now that you find something to take notes with, because here we go. Hi, Patricia. I learned a big lesson in regards to receiving. I'll say a small story. My parents still are. My angels, I was going through a tough time. They helped me before financially. And I already felt like I wanted to help them. And my parents always thought they wanted to help me. Uh, we had this relationship where, I guess, pride is involved. We helped each other enough or the, with the giving and the receiving. And I remember I wanted to give, and sometimes they didn't receive and vice versa. And it finally hit me when I understood that giving makes me feel so much better than receiving. And when, if they ever did not receive what I wanted to give them, I felt bad. I remember one time I told my mother, I said, let me give to you. And I said, it's something you do for me more than what you think you're receiving. And I said, you have to learn to receive too. And sometimes if we don't receive We take that experience from them. I see that as a balance I didn't understand before. That is an amazing feeling that both ends deserve to feel. And I think that myself, I can also relate that receiving was also related to my own self-worth subconsciously. Either it was pride or maybe not deserving deserving of receiving much at all. And that also relates to my own life of finding balance in my life, just like as if it's hard for me to accept taking it easy. Sometimes I feel I have to be working, and I'm not worthy of just sitting back, or I don't have a lifestyle where I should kick back. I need to work, work, work. I'm curious, as you become aware of the gift of receiving the gift of allowing someone to feel joy and happiness, inspiring those feelings of joy and happiness, do you open yourself up now to receive more? Yes. When you said that you feel better when you give, there's a power play happening there. It blocks the ability to feel the same level of joy of receiving, true or false? Yes. 
Yes. That's the essence of chapter 10 in and of itself. If there's any sense of power play going on in my giving or my receiving, oh, look how nice I am by receiving this crappy gift so that that idiot can feel good about themselves. No, 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 no. That's not gratitude. That's manipulation. And I don't know about you, but if I find out I've been manipulated, I'm not a happy camper. See where I'm going with this balance thing? I thank you for your observation, Leticia, because over the long run, balance creates itself. Yes, in any healthy relationship, there's going to be times where one person is physically going to have to receive more because they have to, and one person is physically going to have to give more because they have to. Yes, I got that. How do you even approach the concept of balance when you don't even know you're allowed to have it? African-American women waking up to their sense of balance gives me an unbelievably ecstatic feeling of joy. Me too. Something that crossed my mind soul as we've been hashing this over is this neat notion of a figure eight tipped on its side. That's an infinity symbol. And I really, really feel gratitude for the gift of giving and how I received that gift of giving and also how I received the gift of receiving. <laughs> and how in this balance, I do this inside and open. Yes. Let's open up to and allow it to be what it is and feel all that gratitude for it. <laughs> I just can't help but beam and smile. <laughs> I keep actually, this, the more this discussion is going on and I'm looking at my scribbles on my paper here, like I keep feeling... An aha for me is how much of a like a closed cycle of chaos committee <laughs> is opened up with this whole notion of expectation. And I feel like I'll probably be diving more into that on, on my Wednesday night call because I've got notes all over the place. But literally, when there's that expectation then I'm opening myself up to judgment and I'm opening myself up to control and I'm opening myself up to fear. All these things are being opened up and every last one of them, I'm like, yep, that's a chaos committee. Yep, that's a chaos committee. And that was an aha moment for me just now. <laughs> oh, come on. I thought you vanquished your chaos committee, Christina. Now, them bad boys, they be trying to revolt. Every time I smack them down, they come back. They, they think they're going to wage war on me forever, and that ain't going to happen. <laughs> Just in case those who are brand new to the program, we've coined this concept of the chaos committee, those little inner side voices, those little whispers in our mind that I'm not good enough or this isn't good enough or something's not perfect or that person's right or wrong or that person's late or that person's ugly or that person's fat or whatever judgment we're going to make, whatever control we're going to make. It's the chaos committee, the judge, the control, the critic, all of those people block our ability to balance. True or false? True. 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 Very true. 
And so this on. balancing thing can be very threatening, can't it? This balancing thing can make your chaos committee go in overdrive, can't it? Absolutely, yes. For most, for me, it was it, it, it is the spawn of all doubt, guilt, shame, and worry. For me, those are all emotions based on fear, and most of them are really good old programming. <laughs> In the background. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Connie, I'm curious, as you reflect on your journey with Marsha and Fran and your experience with Pay Me What I'm Worth, have you found yourself feeling more or less balanced? Oh, boy, that's a million-dollar question. Um, <laughs> I'm starting to feel that balance now. Just out of curiosity... I want to throw a wrench into this. Do you understand that in order for you to provide care, whether it's for the youth or elder, that you have got to have a strong sense of inner balance? Yes. Why? Oh. If you're caring for someone else at the cost of your own care, what are you doing to yourself? One of my biggest concerns with folks who want to help other people, what are you doing to help yourself? There are so many caregivers that I know out there that are killing themselves. They will be dead before the people who they are caring for will die because they are so out of balance. There are social workers that I know who will probably die of a stroke or a heart attack. Because they haven't taken care of the people they're taking. I'm sorry, I digress. I've been sitting back and listening to everybody. I told Christine I remember the score from the beginning of the receiving and this whole episode that I've been in with the cancer diagnosis and that this year, showing me that my pride was in the way as far as the receiving goes because I've had no problem with the giving. I'm a giver. In order to... I've struggled financially in a whole lot of areas as far as being off work and not being able to get things done online. And it's been a real lesson for me as far as the receiving point because I've had to reach out and literally ask for help just to pay my bills. And that took a lot of eating my pride. And that that's one of the things that really stood in my way because I've always been this independent, I'll do it myself, I don't need anybody's help, I don't need you to throw it back at me. People would throw things back in my face and use it against me, so that's when I shut down and became that independent person, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> but nobody else on this call has ever experienced that. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> no, never. It's been a real huge growing experience for me these few months. It's really given me a whole new outlook on life, examining myself, examining, as you spoke of, being grateful and really allowing yourself to feel the balance. Laying on the couch when you were talking and going through that exercise hole, and, you know, I had to really let myself feel myself laying on this couch and this couch supporting me. Mm -hmm. 
this has really been an experience for me. Trust me, I'm coming out of this with a, a second chance and a whole new look on life. The beginning of I sense to be something huge. We blow open the doors to pay me what I'm worth. No matter where you're at in your process, whether you've been part of pay me what I'm worth for the past decade, to some of you who haven't even bought the book yet, of which you are welcome to reach out and we can certainly get a book in the mail to you as quickly as possible, if not even an e-book. As Christina wisely pointed out, Christina has been a, an extraordinary teacher along with David and Marsha and others on this call. Removing the obstacles to this material is my goal with these Monday calls. Removing the obstacles of time, preparation, money. As more of you step up to the plate, I would love to see Connie step up to the plate and host her own call for other women who are feeling trapped in their job. I'd love to see Patty step up and just host a conference call where other women who have had to deal with an abrupt stop, full stop in their life, full, complete mm -hmm. stop, how to handle that. There's other people that I've just met, someone literally hours old, laser, who's been patiently, quietly listening in the background, step up to the call and help men of other nations recognize that slumber, while it may be necessary to re physically revitalize for a few hours a day is not an option anymore mentally. So tonight's a good beginning. I bow to you for a moment. Just imagine <laughs> me reaching out and giving you a hug. Just imagine a, a warm embrace from someone who values you as a teacher as well, because you are. Time to wrap up part two of our three-part audio series featuring the best content from our Monday, August 28th, 2017, Pay Me What I'm Worth, Blow Your Mind Call. It's time now to write down some thoughts and feelings from what you experienced in this class. We trust you'll bring these notes to our next Monday call. Now, you want more? Did you miss one of our classes? No problem. Click to bit.ly forward slash pay radio. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash pay radio. Click to that link anytime and you'll have access to literally hundreds of classes just like this one. One last item to write down. Remember to visit pay411.co. A simple URL, the word pay, the number is 411.co, and you'll learn more about this program as well as how to register for class. I look forward to hearing you or seeing you in class soon. This is Sol, your host. Aloha.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.